Today on this episode of the Galactic Dads Podcast, John takes me further in depth on the Star Wars universe and we discuss our favorite theories on the origins of Rey, leading up to the latest Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. We discuss that, my favorite fan theory on what Rey is actually up to, and how I got out of the basement to do a recording. All this and more Galactic Dad goodness starting now. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, there's John. How you doing today, John? Good. How's it going, Brandon? It's going quite well. I'm pretty excited today. It's always exciting to have you back on the show, but also I'm excited because I'm upstairs. I'm doing a podcast recording from not the basement of my house. I feel like a new man. Is it warmer up there? It is. It's a lot warmer. Um, there's no. There's not as much of a weird echo. And I'm not scared of all the dark spots in the corner. So it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's just Batman. You shouldn't be scared of him. You're right. It is Batman. Batman's not afraid of the dark. The dark's afraid of him or not. Or it's probably some shit from the ring or the conjuring universe or some other crap. I'm really not too proud to admit I'm terrified of. (laughs) Anyway, well, with a quick hello, as always, I am Brandon. This is this. This is you. You say your name now. Sorry. <laughs> John, sorry. <laughs> I, sorry. You know, that segues nicely, though. What Woo! are you drinking tonight, John? Yeah, so funny story. I've been drinking. It's not my first one today, but it's okay. Um, but right now, I'm uh, I'm moving through this Sam Adams Winter Classics uh, sampler pack, and right now I'm on the Chocolate Bach. Um, it's some limited release that they do over the holidays. So uh, this is number – well, I'm not going to go there, but it um, – it's on the list of the night's beers, and there'll be uh, more throughout the night that change change flavors. So I'm pretty excited to get through it. You're not going to overshare? Tell us exactly how many it is. No, no. Not, not necessary yet. Um, we'll, we'll see how many we can get through on the podcast. So, <laughs> Well, I myself usually drink a beer, but tonight I have gone to the dark side out of this deliciously full black plastic cup with a blue straw. I have some ice, some Coca-Cola, and probably about 50% Jameson in here. And it is quite tasty. That's a good drink. That's refreshing. Also, these cups that we have stolen from our favorite local tavern, I don't know if it's stealing if you give them money and then they give it to you. So, Pretty sure that's not stealing. Yeah. I think you bought the cup. Sounds like you bought a cup. I think you buy the cup. But anyway... Uh, they are, I don't know how many ounces are in them, but they'll take a full can of Coke plus whatever ice and Jameson I throw into it. So it's pretty, uh, it's a substantial amount of, of beverage in this cup. So uh, towards the end of the episode, as that thing gets near to empty, I might might be slurring my words and having some run-on statements. I'll cover you for those, you know, that or I'll make fun of you. Either way, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> 
That's fine. That's fine. Although the emptier this cup gets, the more I'll make fun back. You never know where we could go. Yeah. So how, how did you make it upstairs today? So there's this fun thing that happened. I said I didn't really want to do stuff that made the episodes not evergreen, but it, it's just this is a perfect dad moment. I am never alone <laughs> except for today. Yesterday, it was about 70 degrees outside. I hung Christmas lights for my wife and realized how terrified I am of heights. <laughs> like, I mean, like paralyzed with fear. And the pitch on my roof is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but fortunately, I had one of the other galactic dads from this show come over and help me out. Shout out, Justin. Uh, but while I finished that, I was also in the backyard grilling in shorts and flip flops. Today, uh, there's this weird wintry mix that occurred. It's now like in the 20s outside. There was rain, then freezing rain, then snow. And the entire roadways in St. Louis were pretty icy. So a commute that would normally take me 20 minutes took me an hour because I took back roads. uh, But took my wife about two. So she wound up going, I'm not even dealing with it. I'm going to stay at my parents' house this evening. So that is where she is with our daughter. And that leaves me home alone with the podcast Puppers, who is sitting on the couch. And it's kind of amazing. It's nice. Being a, she's Here's, being a good girl tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Puppers, that is. The, the Puppers. puppers not, the Puppers is being good. I'm sure my daughter is and I'm my sure wife. Yeah, I'm, wife I'm, sure they're all, I'm sure all of the females I'm blessed to live with are being good girls this evening. But don't tell my wife I have emerged from the basement, as I previously mentioned, to do a recording upstairs. I don't know that I'm allowed up here, kind of like I'm not allowed on the furniture, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Christmas lights and everything else. My wife, uh, Olivia, will not let me get on the roof uh, because, one, the pitch on the one side is just, it's on the tallest side of my house, and it falls down to where... um, the the ground is it slopes down immediately so if i fall off that point of the house i'm 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 a goner Uh, but uh also christmas lights uh we have a scheduled day already to put up all the christmas decorations in the house and uh i'll tell you it's before thanksgiving and i'm not super excited about it but uh i'm happy to do it with her obviously but it is before Thanksgiving, and I am not that person. <laughs> but I am. I am now. I, I Dude, am now. Mine are up. They are up and functional, but they are not on. No, I, I, mean, I, yeah, like a, I mean, indoor stuff, like tree, everything. Oh, Did yeah, man. My, no, yeah. Lee put the tree up yesterday while I was outside. Oh, my goodness. Like yeah, the, you, guys, there's, you guys beat me. You there's beat a wreath. There's a holiday wreath on the door. There's all the... Uh, the ornaments from our wedding, because we got married in kind of like the holiday season. So we had everybody sign an ornament and put it on our tree. Uh, they are out. The signed ornaments are out. And yeah, it looks like uh, the Hallmark Channel took a fat Christmas shat in my living room. It's incredible. I'm not going to tell Olivia that you guys beat us to it, because then we'll have to start a week earlier next year. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, my wife just goes, hey, it's going to be 60 degrees this weekend. Why don't we take advantage of that? Because we don't know. And I'll be damned if she wasn't right. It was That was the last day. It was like 60, 70 degrees. And the next day, I'm talking freezing ice, snow, 20 degrees. The high, like the low tonight's 14. It's a bunch of horse shit. And all it means is that she was right. And that really doesn't help me. So thank you, Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> 
they got to stick together. All those women there. They do. You know? they, they do. Gotta make sure they take care of each other. They do. They do. And I actually, I came home and I realized that uh, I was home alone. So this was my time to shine. I went and tried to empty the dishwasher, but she beat me to it this morning. So I, how can I surprise you by doing things around the house if you do them before I get to it? Very uh, thoughtful of you, though. She'll appreciate that thought. No, she won't. She'll just see <laughs> it's full again and get to it before me and be like, why don't you ever empty this? She has a point. She has a point. I could empty the dishwasher more than I do, but I'm really good at loading it. I'll tell you that. That's. I mean, that's a skill in of, of itself. You know, some people do not agree with how others load a dishwasher. So, oh, um, I, it's like I'm playing Legos in that in that thing. <laughs> Lee Lee will tell me that it's full, and I'll again I'll be like, oh, we can fit like eight more glasses in here. Watch this. And really, I get lucky because she doesn't say anything crazy like, they won't get clean if they're stacked like that. She just goes, whatever, okay. I'm like, yes! <laughs> and then the wine glasses shatter. But that's not important. <laughs> that's no one's fault. <laughs> you, can always, you can always replace that. It's all right. No worries. I know. You know what you can't replace? Love and trust in your spouse. And that's what that <laughs> whole exercise highlights. <laughs> Oh, see, John, the more we have these podcasts, the more you're going to just learn all of this excellent, excellent husband wisdom. Yeah, I, I need some, man. Uh, the new new to the game. So I got I got to figure out all the tricks, you know. It's not that bad. It's it's really not. Especially. Like, since, yeah. Especially since she lets you have time to podcast and stuff. If that's the case, you're already winning. Yeah. I'm definitely I'm not upset about it. Again, living living my best life over here. <laughs> not on the roof, you lucky bastard. Not on the roof. <laughs> well, let me do it. I would get up there, but she's like, oh heck no, you're not getting up there. I, I say, tell you what, you you can come climb on my roof when it's time for me to take these lights down. That's fine. I know that, actually I need to come out and see your house still. That's uh, on the list. We gotta do that. That we have yeah. not made it out. That is a good uh that's a good goal for you to have to come over and see my house because we are not terribly close. We're not necessarily have the need to book a flight, but it, but I am at least a solid hour from you. A plane would help, and I wouldn't lie. I'm not lying. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't worry. When I finish some stuff off, you can definitely come over. You can come over anyway. Bring your wife. Meet the kid. But so far, though, I think you and your wife are off to a great, uh, great beginning, an excellent origin of your story, if you will. Absolutely. And that's hey, a good segue. <laughs> you like that segue? It was excellently done. That's a really good segue. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the reason I bring up the origin is because John and I were talking today and we were discussing Ray's origins. We know that the new movie, the episode 9 Rise of Skywalker is set to release in about a month from now. Uh and we are really just everybody has all these theories about what's going to happen, how this is going to conclude the saga, and really the only thing that I want from this series is answers. I want answers, John. Do you want answers? I I need answers, and if we don't get answers, there's going to be mobs in the streets. <laughs> I, 
I swear, we're all sitting here like, I want the truth. And Disney and Lucasfilm are sitting on the stand like Jack Nicholson telling us, we can't handle the truth. They, uh, I can't even imagine what would happen to just a movie, like every movie theater in America, if people walk out of that first first night they don't have answers they want it's gonna be just riots every movie theater parking lot looks like the lakers just won the championship <laughs> just flipping cars and lighting fires actually have all their all their uh prop lightsabers lit on fire and they'll be just torching everything <laughs> oh man yeah, people will go nuts um but let's talk about a few of them uh, some of them are intriguing and some of them are um you know would be the the uh i guess cookie cutter for the story that we came to grow and love and um others of them that uh we really like but i guess we should i mean do you do you throw out spoiler alerts on this i don't know just in case we nail one i don't know you know what on the off chance that we nail one which i don't think we will but we are going to throw a spoiler out there so listen star wars fans if you are holding your breath and want to be completely surprised by the new film when it is released in theaters in a month, then go ahead and keep listening to us because we're not going to nail it. But if we we're do not by do that it. off chance, go ahead and Venmo me the same amount of money that you paid on that ticket, and I'll be happy to accept it. I'll split it with John, and a little bit will go to my child. So, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That, that's Excellent. great. That's great. As long as I get a little bit, as long as Kinsley gets a little bit, we're, we're in business. That's absolutely right. I'll have to paste something about my uh, Venmo link in the bio or something. And what's the description of your podcast? I don't know. It's just my Venmo, a PayPal. <laughs> With an amount needed. <laughs> yeah, a GoFundMe. <laughs> but uh, now that everybody has so deftly turned off the podcast because they don't want to hear any spoilers, let's go ahead and talk about them. What What do you think? What's going on, John? Let's Let's start with, how about this? Let's start with the the real shitty ones, and then we'll move our way towards the ones that you feel are a little more credible. All right, my least favorite one is the people that think that uh, Ray is the, the daughter of uh, uh, the secret daughter of Leia and Han. Uh, so technically, mm-hmm. would be Ben Solo's brother, and I. You mean uh, Ben's sister? It, yeah, Ben's sister, yeah, brother and okay. sister. So it, it, they turn it to the Luke and Leia um, situation. So brother and sister link up, uh, and at the end of the day, they defeat Palpatine because they're brother and sister, and they realize it, and they go. Um, reason why I don't like, re, like the – I guess we'll go with the evidence first. Uh, State your case, counselor. Pilot. Yeah, she was a good pilot. She knew about the – I mean – um, she knew who exactly who uh, Han Solo was, and obviously he was well known throughout the galaxy. But um, she attached to him very quickly. Uh, her, like, like I said, her piloting piloting skills. Uh, she could understand Wookie, which is a little different. Uh, and then, uh, then the way she embraces Leia um, at the end of the movie, uh, especially when they meet for the first time and they realize uh, Han is not there. Um, so, uh, and then just her rage around the fact that, uh, she watched Ben kill her father, um, who she found out during a hidden scene or something like that, that she was, uh, his daughter, uh, that, so now 
she took out rage on him. So that would have fueled her, uh, even more fueled her rage uh, in the forest when they were fighting on uh, Starkiller Base. Uh, I don't like that theory. I think it's, I don't know why they would hide it from her. I don't know why that wouldn't come out sooner in one of the other two movies that that was the case. And I also don't know why Luke wouldn't have immediately realized that it was Leia's daughter uh, coming to Octu. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why they would hide it. You know, I don't know why they would hide it. I think is the biggest thing. So, like uh, in in the Last Jedi, is there any type of mention that Luke can feel Ray coming? That he senses her before she arrives. Well, no, because. I mean, in the in the movie, it stated that uh, Luke had cut himself off from the Force. That is true. Yeah. One of the reasons why, because he, he he didn't know where Han was. So uh, when she arrived, that was one of his first lines: "Was where's Han?" So. Well, that's right, because he would have seen the Falcon and thought it was Han. That makes sense. Yeah. That's when Chewie uh, when Chewie showed up, and then he realized that Han wasn't with him. So <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Look, he's back. Yeah, he 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 crushed the door down, <clears throat> and that's when <laughs> Luke immediately immediately realized that uh, Han was not there. Um, I I'm just not a fan of. I'm just not. A fa- I just don't understand why they would hide it um, from that. Uh, and but the other piece is from the Last Jedi that feeds into the theory is the fact that they when Kylo says that. Your your parents were junk traders and they sold you for booze. Well, Han Solo may have done that. You know, like uh, he was a smuggler. <laughs> he he may have uh, decided to do that at some point. Uh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But uh, I, I like I said, I'm not a big fan of that theory. Um, I know some of the people that enjoy the expanded universe and um, or legends, depending on what you call it. Disney renamed it Legends, but uh, uh, they did have. Uh, Jaina and Jason Solo were the two Solo children who were Jedi, and Jason did go to the dark side, and Jaina was the light side version. Uh, well, light the light side child. One, I think a lot of fans just want to see that played back out, and I, I'm hoping it does not because I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good resolution to who her parents were. I was going to ask if if there's any way that you see Ray drawing a lot of character inspiration from Jaina Solo. I mean, pilot, uh, drawn towards the light side. Although, you know, I like to argue the point that Ray isn't necessarily drawn to the light side, but that she's just drawn to the force. Especially, I mean, and I'm not sure where you want to go with which origin is crappy and whatnot. But I'm just so influenced by my favorite fan theory about what Ray really is, is that it clouds my judgment every time I talk about some, anything else about her. Yes, the dark side clouds your clouds. Of, clouds it is. Okay, first of all, in The Last Jedi, the dark side and, and Luke's hut or whatever is just a big black butthole in the ground. And who wouldn't be sucked into that, honestly? I mean, I don't like going down to buttholes, but I mean, if that's your thing. It's a dark um, well of pulsating symbiote goo is what I think it is. I think that was it, Spider-Man. It almost, yeah. Exactly. Almost like Venom was just waiting for, you know? Yep. I really think that that's how they're going to do eventually a Spider-Man Star Wars crossover. (laughs) (laughs) Disney's just going to sit there lighting the franchises on fire, but just raking in the wheelbarrows of cash of everyone running to the theater to see it. 
I mean, people would go watch it. I'd go watch it. Just to see I'd watch it. It's so ludicrous. I'm like, they're going to put that in a theater? <laughs> yes, I'll go watch it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in the no, meantime, but... oh, no. Go ahead. I was about to just spitball into this weird film rabbit hole. You're, you're, just, you're just running down the rabbit hole in weird film. I do it. You know what? I'll go into that weird dark side tunnel for just a second. Because if that's what Marvel and Disney and Star Wars did, they just started just mashing up franchises to see what happened. I still think DC and Warner Brothers would be so far down making art house standalone films with all of their characters now because it worked once. Finally. Finally. Like, I think we're just going to get nothing but those from DC and Warner, which I'm so happy about because I think they will be good films. I'll still go see both. But at least I will love one if I don't love the other. So anyway, now that I'm climbing out of that dark side hole of movie magic philosophy, uh, what's we'll, the we'll, next? We'll just, yeah, well, the Han Solo child has two different uh, versions. So uh, one of the ways that people are trying to pull uh, and tie the pretty little bow on the Star Wars universe and the other movies that landed. So Rogue One obviously fed right into episode four in A New Hope, it led right up to the time of, of the movie. I'm going uh, to argue I, that's the best Darth Vader scene we will ever see. Absolutely. I yeah. don't disagree Like that he just was cruising down the tunnel, and it was exciting to see. And you knew he was just there to kick ass, and that's exactly what he started doing. Uh, but uh, they uh, are trying to tie a little bow on it and um, have Han Solo have a secret child with Kira from the Solo story. Uh, and in which case they would, they could potentially, because of how they were dealing with, uh, um, uh, with Darth Maul and, and the syndicate, they could have gotten big trouble and been hiding out on a, I don't know, a desert planet like Jack Hugh. Which gotcha. could be a way that the Millennium Falcon gets abandoned on Jakku, uh, so they can take a different ship and leave, and they leave their daughter behind because they didn't have an. You uh, are blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. With that specific, I said, give me the next shitty one. That's a pretty know, this, credible one, actually. Yes, but but uh, like I was just going through for the solo one, you know, because it's another solo kid one, and. Again, she would have found out that Han was her was her father at some point. Um, maybe in one of those extra scenes that we don't we don't get in the Force Awakens, and then again go through the same thing that we just went through. Saw Kylo murder him before she got to even spend more than two days with him. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, it was very interesting when I when I first read that fan theory. I was just like, huh. That would kind of bring it full circle. That brings a a reason that uh, Ray might go a little bit to the dark side because Kira obviously went down a different path, and I mean Han also. I mean they were both smugglers and uh, criminals, and came up in a criminal environment, so that's not very um, uh, so so like tasteful, I guess you could say, uh, as far as like an upbringing. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, if, if Lots of children in Florida grow up in criminal families. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, but if both your parents are criminals, like I mean, I you, you might uh, your mind might be molded to go towards the uh, uh, the dark side, possibly. Um, yeah. Uh, mm. So that was an interesting one too. I like I I do like that one because it ties solo the solo story into 
the current movies. Uh, but if which they I did think that, is necessary. I think that's necessary. Yeah, uh, the problem is is just uh, timing, uh, because that would have it would have had to be at some point like he would have had to meet Kira away from Leia, and something would have to happen, and then Kira would have to have a child away from him. Uh, well, I mean, my first question when you started talking about this theory was, how old is Kylo? How old is Ray? Yeah, I probably need to do some research on that because I actually don't have an exact answer on that. Well, I don't know either. I just know that Kylo is shredded. Good for him. <laughs> but I would say they almost, and this is difficult to do because it's a movie and once people hit a certain age, the older I get, the harder it is for me to tell how old they actually are, especially if they're mm-hmm. younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could not even, I would say maybe Ray's in her early 20s and Kylo's in his mid to late 20s. That's what, I mean, on screen, I, I, I would say that's what it kind of makes it feel like. So I understand yeah. that. I just don't know. I mean, it, it's really hard to say. I mean, I again, I'd have to do some research because... Uh, it'd be a good theory because realistically, if Ray, <clears throat> excuse me, if Ray was older than Kylo, it still might be possible. But right, but it, it doesn't feel like still, that. It, it I don't feel know. like that'd be the case. I don't know why it doesn't feel like that. I just say watching the movies, I I just don't feel like Kylo is well, except for the fact that he can't temper his feelings and she just kind of dives into her feelings. That might be, but females typically emotionally age faster than males so that makes sense now i'm just trying to rationalize this i don't think that she's older than he is so that's why that particular theory you're talking about doesn't hold water for me okay so what i'm looking at right now it gives me a uh, a 19 year old ray and a 29 to 30 year old kylo um i think that might be too far i think a 10 year gap is a bit too far I would say at max seven, probably closer to five. And I have nothing to base that off, though, but just what I see and how I feel about the film. Yeah, it is really there's a few different answers, but a lot of stuff is is leading to the to the 30, 29 or yeah, 29 or 30 and then early 20s for for Ray. I'm not sure what it's based on. Uh, I mean, the Internet doesn't lie, right? Uh, The Internet has never told a lie ever done. That's why uh, it's a little tough. I don't know if there's been book evidence uh, or comic evidence to lead to either answer, um, but that is the that's the accepted answer currently. So this is why I'm so stoked to be living right now. We have Star Wars movies that share backstory and like canon folklore with the actual comics. If you go read the comics from Marvel right now, you're getting a deep inside scoop into kind of the background stuff from the films. Hi, Olivia. Hi, Hey. Wait a minute. Your wife brings you beers while you podcast? I did just get a beer delivery. Uh, It's an old Fezziwig. Um, not the, sure no, don't, don't talk about your wife like that. She brought you a beer. <laughs> no, she did, though. Um, she's a very, very wonderful uh, woman. I got really lucky. I I outkicked my coverage pretty pretty big. Um, calm, calm down, John. She doesn't listen to this, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, he's finishing the chocolate box. So while he does uh, that, I will sit here and tell everybody a nice story 
about how I was at John and Olivia's wedding, and John had a groom's cake. One side, it was Star Wars. The other side, it was Batman. And that is how I knew that I envied the hell out of John, because at my wedding, I did not have a groom's cake, but the cake topper on our wedding cake was Batman. So, do I win? Do I lose? Would some say we break even? I don't know. We'll leave that up for you to discuss. You done chugging? Are you back? Yeah, the chocolate block is good. Um, there you go. I really enjoyed that. I wish I, I'm hoping I can find just 12 packs of that. I might just go get that. This uh, old Fezziwig, I don't know if uh, it's rich and sweet. Um, it's 5.9 alcohol by volume. But uh, I'm not sure I'm going to like this after the first little taste there. But we're going to fight through it because no beer goes to waste in, in my house. The Ryan household is rough with empty bottles, but no wasted. No half of all the face you're making. You do not very, enjoy that beer. It's a very interesting taste. What is it? Because it? It just says old Fezziwig on it. I'm, I, I don't even know what. I'd have to, oh, it's so it's it's an ale brewed with it's got cinnamon, ginger and orange peel. Um, I'm not sold on it yet. I don't know if it's because I just got done with that chocolate box and it was just delicious. Uh, and then I moved to something that had the exact opposite taste. Um, should have had should have had a uh, Smirnoff ice as a palate cleanser. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, no thanks. I'll avoid those at all costs. I, I'm sorry. It's 2019. I mean a White Claw. Whatever. Three times people tried to ice me at my wedding. I didn't drink any of them. Was I one of those people? No, no, you I didn't probably, do it. You and Vito were working together all day, I think. Um, sorry. All right. Off topic. Olivia brought me a beer. It was good. Well, the new one is okay. Uh, so, anyway, we were on the... Ray origin story where it's the second, I guess solos are her parents. Yeah. So solo yeah. so solo and Kira are the um second one that I had kind of gotten into and I can see, uh, but I always had the back of my head that Ray was younger than Kylo. So if that were to happen, I it could have been after he and I don't I'm not sure how long he and Leia were not around each other. But I thought it was more along the lines of when they lost Ben and when they couldn't um, deal with, like, I don't know if it was deal with him or when they shipped him off to Luke uh, for Jedi training, that he, uh, that they kind of split off. Um, but I don't know if at some other point he, Han, was off in, the, off in the galaxy and met up with Kira randomly and had a, had a kid. Uh, but the, the issue with that is it, it kind of ruins the Han Solo people know and love. Because uh, now he's kind of a grind. Like, you don't want your, one of your main characters to cheat on Princess Leia. That just doesn't that doesn't sit well with fandom, I don't think. I'm I mean, sorry. He's a smuggler. He's a scoundrel. It's, but like, it's, it's 2019, and it gets cold in space. I'm not, like, I'm not condoning anything, but I don't remember the wedding of Han and Leia. Is, it, does that, is that a thing? I, 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 mean, I must have missed I, it. The one, the one of the one of the pieces I need to go back and read still is the the Force Awakens novel because there's extra stuff in there. Um, I got some bullet points from it um, a long time ago at this point, uh, but I do need to sit down and read it uh, just to kind of catch up on maybe some of the backstory there. I got you. I you know it's just oh there's so much there's so much rich Star Wars history to jump into even on a movie that's two years old. Well, wait, no, it's like three or four now. 
Oh, God. This is what happens, folks. It starts with, hey, that movie came out last year, and then you're looking around like, crap, it's been five. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too, and just thinking about that, like, I was in Wichita alone. (laughs) I was living alone. You know, I didn't really know a whole lot of people in Wichita at the time when Force Wiggins came out. And I probably went and saw that movie like six times <laughs> alone just because I thought it was a great movie. And I would go and like I'd come home and it was a good movie. Would go see it. I'd go see it with them again. And all of a sudden it was at the five dollar theater. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I got nothing else to do tonight. I'm just going to go watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. But I mean, eh, it was a different time. But then the last Jedi, I mean, I saw it three times in theaters. Um, but that was I think that was the most. Um, I think. I think either your second or third time was with me. The second, yeah. The second time yeah. I saw it with you and a couple other guys with Jim yep. and uh, yep. an unrelated Justin to the podcast, but Justin, not the same. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, different Justin. But anyway, um, yeah, I understand why I only saw that in theaters three times. I only saw it once. But that's a different point. Let's move on to Ray and an origin that you think is better, like a good origin. Maybe not oh, your favorite. Origin. It won't be the favorite. Uh, okay, good I tell you what, that, this one is a good one. The next one's your favorite. How about that? That's fair. I mean, this one's uh, a good one that everybody everybody kind of expects. I think that's why. I'm, I mean, that's that's why I don't think it'll happen. But uh, the main the main thing was everybody thought she was a Skywalker. You know, everybody thought that she was a daughter mm-hmm. of Luke secretly. But when Luke, I mean, again, it just there's a lot of evidence up to it. But at the same time, like Luke didn't acknowledge her as being. A daughter is she he acknowledged her as who are you and what are you doing here and how do you, how do you feel all this um connection to this place and uh, she he was more inquisitive about her than anything and uh, mm-hmm. even when he was sitting with yoda like he uh, was trying to explain to yoda his confusion about things and he i mean yoda torched the tree and torched the books and like he was like, forget all of that. <laughs> like, that's not what it's about kind of thing. But so, did he torch the books? Well, did he torch I mean, all of the books? Well, Ray would have taken some of the books with her. Yeah. So the reason that I really cannot stand by Ray being the daughter of Luke, either known or unknown, is for a couple of reasons. And this is just me personally as a dad, is I cannot imagine not knowing my daughter now like even though that she'll grow and she'll look differently and stuff like say i was around when she was born and then maybe like 10 years later i saw her or something i feel like and this is just because i spent all this time with her and we've developed this deep connection i would know that and if i had a power like the force even though i don't talk to it but i can still talk to other previous force users i feel like you would know that so I really don't think the way that Luke reacts and responds and the way he is around Ray would lead to her actually being his daughter, known or unknown. Like, I, I just don't see that. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, uh, some of the stuff in The Force Awakens obviously pointed to it, like the, the lightsaber when she got it. She saw the Force vision immediately. Right. Um, and, and and one of the voices in that Force vision, that, and I'm going to jump a little bit here, but it was, I mean, you heard Kenobi's voice. Uh, and I, that's, that's actually one of my more favorite theories, but there's not a ton of evidence outside of hearing his voice during the vision. Uh, and, uh, they, they put it together by saying, well, he owned the lightsaber 
in between Anakin and Luke. So he, that's another reason why she could have felt a connection to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also couldn't, have, it also couldn't have been a daughter of Kenobi. It would have to be a granddaughter of Kenobi. I mean, which I suppose is possible, but I still feel like that her hearing Kenobi's voice while picking up Luke's lightsaber is more of a because she feels so strongly connected to the Force, and she right. feels connected to the owner whose real introduction into the Force was hearing Ben Kenobi for the first time. And also, like, that's why I said that's why it also pointed to Luke because Ben obviously brought Luke in to to know who his true identity was. Uh, and who he was in the universe, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So Kenobi mentored him. Um, so her feeling that connection and hearing his voice again, maybe as a mentor, maybe uh, maybe not. But I um, I'd be excited if it was uh, something similar to that. And I because I'm very curious to see what the Kenobi show does uh, when it hits. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So we'll see what happens in between the time that um, Kenobi defeated Anakin on. Uh, Mustafar and um, separated the twins and see what he kind of does in his passing time because um, we know he's not sitting in his hut all the time. So, um, anyway. yeah, he's, so, he's just yeah. sitting there listening to his iPod, just whatever. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, this is almost non related, but sort of related because it depends where Ray goes and what her origin, if any, is shared in this movie. But God, I hope something is. Where do you think Leia fits into the story? Because in the trailer, Ray and Leia have that, that sweet moment, like they, they embrace. There is something. Do you think that that is trying to telegraph some sort of prominence in Ray's origin that Leia has? So that was also part of the Han and Leia's child um, um, theory that I didn't, I didn't actually bring up. That's a good point. Uh, because... Uh, Everybody knows that they don't have new footage of Leia, so they got that footage from The Force Awakens, unshown footage. Part of the idea behind the fact that she could be a Solo is because uh, Leia was embracing her like that. And so the question is, during The Force Awakens, why would Leia be embracing Rey like that? Unless potentially there was a reveal there. Uh, that very interesting uh, non-shown footage that we get to see in the third movie now instead of the first movie. And that why they cut it, I don't know. Uh, and again, we'll see what was said during that scene, hopefully hopefully truthfully said during that scene uh, in, the, in The Rise of Skywalker. But I think that was another one of the reasons why they thought it was a solo, uh, what Ray was a solo because of that connection to Leia. Mm-hmm. And that would also lead into other thing I already said about it was, oh, well, if Leia told Rey who she was, then Rey would have a bigger connection to Han. And Han would, um, that would be a bigger issue. Uh, Rey, uh, but she would find out, ab- she would still find out after because Rey and Leia hadn't met yet. Do you think that, do you think that she would withhold that from Rey knowing, and this is pure speculation now because what what left? Do we have to do but speculate that she would not tell Ray that knowing that it could be something that would drive her directly into the dark side? I don't know because she would have told her after Ray saw Honda. Right, before, but that would before she sent her to Luke. Either so she went straight to Luke. So like when on when on Octu when she saw her vision and was pulled to the dark side, it could have pushed her a little bit, but 
she'd already shown rage and all that desire on Starkiller base. So by the time she would have been revealed that he was he was your father also, like I, it would have been after everything. So we would have seen some kind of anger from her on Octu with Luke around that situation, you would think, because it was still fresh, because we picked up with her immediately after The Force Awakens ended. You know, and I'm thinking about it again, and also I think you're right, because why would she, all throughout The Last Jedi, have like these visions where she's kind of connecting with Kylo? That wouldn't happen if she had that kind of rage. It would have been a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even if they really were siblings or whatever, it would still be like, you killed mom and dad. Or you killed dad, you son of a bitch. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird, complicated relationship. Um, All right. So we've got a couple of different, really not favorites, a couple of crappy, and a okay theory. What's your favorite theory on Ray's origin? Man, I, if it happens, I'm going to be I'm gonna be a kid in a candy store. I, uh, hang on I, a second. Hang on a second. We I are going to be kids in a candy store. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say, and it is so incredible for me. Uh, I honestly hope this this is what happens because uh, there are some different theories I really like for how Rise of Skywalker is going to turn out that I really hope that this is how it starts. So, so, so forgive me for being so rude, but please, please divulge. Entertain me. Uh, Entertain so me. I am, I am truthfully hoping that, uh, and I truly believe that it's going to come out that she is in some way related to Palpatine. Um, whether it be a granddaughter uh, would well, have to be a granddaughter at this point, um, based on age and everything else. Uh, in some way, she is um, related to Palpatine. And there's a lot of different theories about how this can happen. Uh, one of my uh, favorites goes back to uh, Dark Empire, which is like, now Legends, uh, the EU. Uh, but uh, in that specific um, storyline, Luke actually goes to the dark side after he sees Palpatine had survived uh, the Death Star fall. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and he starts creating clones of himself. Uh, He had created clones of himself. Wait, wait, who does? Luke creates clones or Palpatine? Sorry, Palpatine. Palpatine had had created clones of himself and then put a piece of himself basically inside each one. So he he, he found a way to become immortal. Uh, As in Darth Plagueis had taught him how to avoid death. And then he taught um, Darth Sidious, which was the Emperor Palpatine, Mm-hmm. Uh, as as explained to Anakin in the uh, Senate scene, uh, that Darth Plagueis the Wise had taught his apprentice how to cheat death, and and his apprentice killed him for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there can only be two. Okay. Um, but then the uh, the rest of it was just. Oh God! Recall there, Brandon. The rest of it, it, it just uh, as far as the cloning. So he's cheated death at that point, and Luke went to join him to uh, fight with the Empire, which is kind of crazy because everybody thinks Luke is this this all light side guy, uh, which he is in canon now. So again, like the legends are not canon, um, but they're using that and kind of pulling on the heartstrings of those EU fans and saying, "Hey, what if Palpatine made a bunch of clones?" And in some of the cases, maybe they weren't a full genetic clone, similar to the way Django had Boba Fett on Kamino and said, hey, and it, it doesn't have to be necessarily a genetic clone because it could be female. And they could have created a 
a, a round of clones and one of them is Ray and she happened to become very powerful, um, which kind of leads into the fact of how she fights and how she's still strong in the force immediately and everything else uh, that goes along with it. Uh, but there's a lot of different things that lead her, that more evidence that leads to her being uh, possibly a Palpatine uh, and not just a clone. Um, episode 25 of the Vader comic. Uh, I can't, I uh, can't push it enough. I have time to sit and read a good Star Wars comic. Uh, it is a great one. Uh, it is canon, uh, but it, it is, um, it revealed that Palpatine actually created Anakin inside Shmi Skywalker, blessed him as the unnatural born chosen one. It could have been done again for Rey, um, and it could have been a, as in the last that I said. They were her parents were just drunks, and they sold her for bar money, and then they abandoned her. Uh, I honestly possible. I love that you bring that up because that is one of my more favorite theories about Ray's origin is that she is a quote unquote immaculate conception, right? Because how could your parents just leave you for bar money for booze money than having? no knowledge of you or desire for you in the first place and viewing you as unnatural and evil, it's really easy for you to drop that baby off over, hey, you know, we weren't kind of expecting, but we still let, you know, not this child comes from evil. Let's drop her off and move. That, I think, makes a lot more sense, and especially with Charles Soule making that kind of canon and Darth Vader number 25, that makes perfect sense to me. Because then technically she's still a Skywalker, yeah, right? I mean, I mean, and it doesn't guess, say well, which. Well, it also doesn't say which way. The title of Episode Nine is Rise of Skywalker, but it doesn't say which way that Skywalker's rising either. Yeah, so there's a. Well, let's save that for the later in the conversation, because uh, the Rise of Skywalker is obviously the. It, it's going to go somewhere, right? It's uh, some. A yeah. Skywalker is going to rise somewhere. Right. Uh, but. But Ray is a Palpatine. All we also makes sense that the cho- I mean, the chosen one was uh, was born to a slave, so Palpatine wasn't really like. Oh yeah, yeah. The top dogs um, to to raise them, but it it uh, it just kind of makes sense. It it doesn't necessarily have to be less prominent family, so to speak. So I don't know if that necessarily would make her a Skywalker or just a Force user or whatever it is. Uh, but we'll get to some of that. Um. A little later, the other thing, things that kind of lead me to believe that Palpatine, or excuse me, Ray is a Palpatine. Um, so her accent, uh, if you pay attention to all the accents, oh Star Wars, yeah. So Daisy Ridley is is British, I believe she's British, but she does still carry the British accent in Star Wars. Uh, whereas almost all of the other actors have adapted an English, like an American accent, <clears throat> but she sticks to her British. And almost all the other British accents you hear in the movie. Not good people. Um, not good people. <laughs> it's amazing that the British are always enemies. Anyway. Um, Why is that? Because they love to build I, empires. That's I, what that's it is. Exactly it. Historically um, speaking. But, uh, and it also kind of goes to, uh, when you think about the planets that have that accent consistently around are the uh, more political planets. So could she have some at some point spent time around somebody like Palpatine or somebody in in that run of political figures uh, that had been raised around those people speaking like that because she's from a desert planet of Jakku where she speaks differently from everybody else. Um, 
which right. is also kind of weird because you would you would think you'd pick up some of the dialect and accent of where you're living at. If you were um, young, yeah, you would. Especially if you yeah. were put there young, yeah. Which she was, so that's kind of like a deterrent. But at the same time, um, there's got to be a reason. Uh, and then uh, the next thing is just her name. Uh, obviously, Star Wars is very famous for having Darth Vader, which uh, in um, in other countries means uh, father. You know, Vader is the word for father. Mm -hmm. So is Darth Father. So, um, uh, and then other people like Solo. Obviously, he is. Uh, they said it in Solo. It's kind of disappointing that that's how he got his name, but whatever, he is the loner, right? So he's Han Solo. He's out there alone. Um, obviously, he had Chewie with him, but realistically, he's a, he's kind of a loner that goes on his own. Yoda is, translates into wisdom, I believe, in Hebrew. Uh, Ray in Spanish is king. Yeah. So what else is royalty? Oh, wait, the emperor, as in a king uh, over one domain, an emperor over one domain. So I'm very... Um, I, I'm really hoping it comes through to, to be a Palpatine. And then the last thing I'm going to just point out with her, well, two things. Fighting style. Uh, even in The Force Awakens, when I first saw her fighting Kylo Ren, as soon as she did her jabbing motion, like her lunge, that's the only other Jedi that or Jedi or Sith that has done that move is Palpatine. And that's ah, oh, so, stop. Like, when you see her bring her 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 elbow all the way back and go straight for a lunge, and a lot of people are like, "Well, it's because she used she's used to using a staff." And how do you how do you hit with a staff like hard? You you lunge and then come around with the other side over the top. But for a lightsaber, I mean, a lunge would be almost the worst move because they're so dangerous from the sides. So if I, you get I would agree with you on that. Um, Palpatine was obviously very. Um, very good with it and he and that was his kill shot for the most part like i mean he didn't even have because most jedis didn't fight like that so he adapted his fighting style to to beat and kill them i'm not sure master yoda was not as good of a bladesman as um palpatine but he also was in a different room and he used his knowledge of the force and his skill set as a as a sith master to defeat yoda which and he disarmed him which is uh I hate to say Yoda lost a battle, but I mean he he got beat, you know. Yeah. So to to my knowledge, as a more casual fan, that's unheard of. So yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, but it's a little different with her fighting style because she had no real training with that weapon, but slowly adapted to Kylo Ren's fighting style through the throughout the first battle they had, and found a way to defeat him. And she probably would have killed him if the planet wouldn't have started just. I would agree with that. I'm going to say that she would have gone all the way and finished the job. Yeah, because she was angry. I mean, he just killed Han. He just injured Finn. Um, so those are the two people in the whole movie that she cares about the most, other than maybe BB-8. So uh, those True. are the only people that he has connection with. So if some person was just like, hey, two of your best friends that you've known for the last two days for the duration <laughs> of this film yeah heavy yeah, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna kill them both okay cool um so yeah so i think she would have killed him though but um uh, kylo was saved and you move on to the last jedi and some of the stuff um we go into force vision um why is she pulled to the dark side well because she's a palpatine because she was created by him so she has that that wouldn't even resist side. it couldn't resist it. Not even, just not even close right to, to it. To, just, just jumped it. 
Uh, and that's the other reason why I talked about the clones earlier. I know, I know it was meant to be a mirror, I guess, but a lot of people are speculating that what if she's seen herself a hundred times because she herself was created a hundred different times, which that is kind of crazy cool. to think about. Actually, thinking about that makes me like the theory a little bit more because just having the clones just to be a bunch of stormtroopers for cannon fodder for the Clone Wars. While that makes sense, it makes a whole lot more sense if they kind of pull that technology forward and have people using it to prolong their their reigns, their lives, whatever. And to me, that makes a lot of sense, especially for somebody like Palpatine, who was manipulating both sides of the Clone Wars, right? So that makes makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, he pulled the strings in every movie. Yeah. And now I'm sure we're going to find out. And now I'm sure we're going to find out how he was pulling the strings in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, too. Um, Because at some point, he he knew what was going to happen. He foresaw what was going to be the outcome. He foresaw um, Kylo and Rey um, battling. Battling. um, At at some point, coming together. We hear in the new trailer how he says, the two of you coming together will be your undoing. Uh, I'm hoping it means that they are both going to gang up and try to defeat him. But I'm hoping so. I mean, we don't know. Um, and then that goes to the, the next thing with the trailer from the Rise of Skywalker is Ray is a, a, a Sith that we got in the first trailer when she <clears throat> popped out, and or the second trailer, I guess it was, the teaser trailer, came out and she flipped down her double lightsaber. Um, yeah. Now... The question was, was that just a force vision that she was having? It's uh, not very Jedi. Or, or a Jedi trial or something like that. Or is that possibly now a clone of Rey that oh, like has in her back pocket already? Like she's going to fight a dark version of herself? Exactly. Like, that would be kind of ridiculous. But that would be cool. ridiculous. It would be ridiculous and it would be cool, but I think that would piss Kylo off even more knowing I'm not even the villain anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I and 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 the argument right now on the the theory on the movie is is Ray gonna find this out and then not and then flip allegiances, you know? Even though after after Snoke was dead uh, in the Last Jedi, they both Ray looked at Kylo and says, "I'm not like you. I'm not going like you have gone down the wrong path." But if she finds out her um, destiny, so to speak, was to take over for her, um, the person that created her, what, what does that do for her? And well, then what does it do for Ben if he's in the same room and he finds out that he is not the new Vader? Well, I was, thinking, I was thinking about this, especially with, uh, so J.J. Abrams is back. And yes. in The Force Awakens, it was essentially one big giant love letter to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And just judging from this trailer, uh, I think we're going to get the same thing for Return of the Jedi to Rise of Skywalker. And one of the interesting things I saw pointed out was that in Return of the Jedi, Luke is always in black. So signaling that he's maybe going dark, but stays light, right? At the end of the film, ultimately, he does not succumb to the dark side. He stays on the light side of the Force. In the trailer... To defeat Vader. Yeah, but, I mean, and eventually, he still stays light side, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, in this trailer for Rise of Skywalker, we see the protagonist 
of the last two films and most likely this film dressed in white. And it looks like she's in white from the majority of the film. She's been in white for the last couple of films. So it would be very interesting to see her in white the whole film and then at the end go dark. Like that's one of the theories I've seen that I kind of like, I feel like it, there's some merit there. If you just go visually and stylistically judging from the original trilogy to now and the way that J.J. Abrams likes to kind of play those concepts but make them somewhat new, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, that would be, um, I think that would be interesting. It would, again, be something we didn't necessarily, that would be, again, the surprise. You know, if Ray was the one to go to the dark side, that would be the surprise um, that everyone's kind of waiting for. And then it could open up for the title of the movie, like The Rise of Skywalker. Ben realizes that that's it. I have to find a way to defeat her. Like I have to, I have to be who I am. That's um, what I'm thinking. But I mean, that's just me. Of course, I could be wrong. I was wrong the whole time when I thought in the Last Jedi that Luke was dead the whole time. Like I honestly thought from the moment she stepped foot on the island, he was already dead and was just force projecting. But apparently, no, he was alive and died at the very end. So I, even though I have great ideas, have been wrong before. So, oh, I'm sure I'm wrong about all of it. Like uh, the other theory I really love was how <laughs> they Palpatine already, uh, Ray already knows who Palpatine is, and she's just a, uh, a a Sith spy that's now infiltrated the Resistance. That is my <laughs> favorite theory. That's the one that I have been alluding to since you and I started podcasting and having these Star Wars moments. Is that because? Okay, Disney I never do it. I <laughs> saw, would never do it. but it makes so much sense. Whether or not Disney would go for it is irrelevant at this point. It makes so much sense that Ray had all these skills from just an orphan on Jakku to suddenly be a skilled pilot of the Millennium Falcon, to know how to use a lightsaber, to be as strong in the Force as she is, because she's already a Sith. She's just a Sith spy. And she's trying to figure out what the hell's going on because her true master is Palpatine. And now she's going to show that in this film. Like, that is the theory that is the absolute... In my mind, it's almost just canon. Like, I don't care what happens (laughs) in the movie. It it is. That's what happens. Don't even go to the movie now. Don't go. (laughs) This is what happens. Guys, I'm going to save you 15, 20 bucks. (laughs) Here's what happens. Ray is revealed to be the big bad. Just just when you think about what she did, though, like she didn't sell BB-8. Why didn't she sell BB-8? She had an emotional attachment to a droid instead of food for four months. Yeah, she's a scavenger. That she met like 20 minutes ago? Yeah, she literally saved it from somebody else. She was waiting for BB-8 or someone like him to show up. That's why you don't sell them. She sensed that that's where she needed to be. Uh, but then again, it doesn't really. Uh, maybe she, it was because she had a vision of what was going to happen, and she right. was just she didn't know when exactly it was going to happen. So she's just sitting there marking the days that she's been on Jack Q in that in that uh, uh, down ATAT. Okay, so, fine. But then when she's with Luke, and she sees the dark side butthole in the ground, she dives right in, goes right to the dark side, doesn't even resist, doesn't resist it. At least Luke in Empire Strikes Back, is scared of the dark side. He sees it yeah. in his vision when he's in the bog and he fights Vader, right? It terrifies him. Her? She's like, Psh, same shit, different day. Let's dive in, pretend like I'm learning something, and come out the other end. 
and maybe he won't notice. And then Luke's like, oh my God, you didn't even fight a chick. Damn. Because that's Does what, he, does, doesn't he end up being kind of scared of her? Well, yeah, because again, it goes back to the, I don't, like he, he said it, like I've only seen this kind of raw power once before and I didn't fear it then. And, and now right. I do. And I mean, he saw it in Kylo. Is who well, that's right. what they allude to. That's what they heavily allude to, right? Yeah. Right. Because I, I remember he thinking... Been, he could have been talking about... I, I have to go watch that scene again to make sure it wasn't just specifically talking about Kylo. Because, I mean, it definitely played into the fact that it was Kylo. Yeah, it, it really it does. Was right around the same time they had that force, that uh, flashback of Kylo um, yeah. basically going, going crazy. Almost killing uh, yeah, Luke, but I think, not. Yeah, I, think, I think right after that scene, he talked. He went back through and how he um, sensed the darkness in Kylo, and he went to his um, tent or uh, wherever he was sleeping. Yeah, wherever and he sleeps, was standing over him with his lightsaber. Right, and had changed his mind on killing him because he still saw some good in him, but uh, mm-hmm. but he sensed it, and so he. Um, and he obviously should have treated that differently. And but that's yeah, right. no. The, but there's there's too many things that discount that theory now, uh, which is kind of sad. But no, it's still uh, the best in theory. Some of the novel, in some of the some of the novelizations, uh, like <clears throat> Ray was so strong in the Force that when Kylo was interrogating her, she basically stole knowledge from him and right. turned his interrogation onto him because she immediately adapted to what he was doing and then learned what she could do, uh, which is kind of insane. But again, if, if she's it is insane. child, if he's Palpatine's child, what if, I, I mean, he was the master at adapting his fighting style and the way he used the force to defeat his enemies. I mean, if she was born right. of him again. I tell I, you what, I, I at, this, at this particular point, I'm going to have to say, <laughs> We're divulging a little bit from our favorite theories because you are very strong in this from Palpatine biologically. And I am very strong in this from Palpatine financially, as in I'm paying your ass to do this. Yeah. (laughs) But I do like I do like the the clone theory. I think that's very cool. Um, So I can easily be swayed. I'm just a man. Um, It's a little different. I mean, I just. I, I also see them do something different. I just want to see them doing something. Oh, they different. did. I don't want to... No, they did something different. It was the last movie, and everyone hated it. So I don't care how much you say you want to see something different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna say everyone hated it, but a lot of people were displeased. Well, well and that, and that's what I said last. Uh, the, the last cast, you know, I said uh, they want every, like they all want it to be recreated, but we can't recreate. The Empire Strikes Back, like we can't do it again. Like that's not going to happen. You won't be surprised again. You'll be like, "Oh, I knew it was coming." Because you can't you guys be unoriginal. <laughs> I have you to tell you, unoriginal. I don't care which way this ends up. I would love to be surprised somehow at this film, yes. and I don't care which way it goes. At this point, I, I think a lot of people forget <laughs> that you go to these movies to see a story, especially yeah. like however many movies we're in now. It's this is the story we're supposed to see is what everybody thinks. And you go and you watch it. You're like, that wasn't the story I was waiting for. So this movie sucks. When in reality it was, that was a great story. It just wasn't the one you wanted. So you think it sucks. Mm -hmm. That happens all the time. Yeah. And I think we are 
honestly, I think we're at the end of talking about Ray and what we yeah. think what we think is going to happen at the end of at the beginning end middle whatever of the new episode nine Star Wars film. We covered her origin pretty thoroughly. I mean, it we was did. not one of those things. I mean, Ryan Johnson got it right. It really is nobody. Just nobody. Again, though, I feel like we're giving Ryan Johnson a lot of credit, and I feel like we give J.J. Abrams a lot of credit, and we're not looking real hard at the writer's room of this film. Like, whoever's yeah. whoever's doing the script on this is the person we need to give all that credit to. Yeah, and I, I think uh, the, uh, I mean, that line they said about the, her parents in the uh, last year like, could still apply to her origin. I mean... But it, that it, makes it, it, may, it may not be a it may not be a complete lie. It just may uh, omit some of the other details that are very important. No, I'm actually that specific line about her parents being nobody really makes me go more along the lines of Darth Vader number twenty five, kind of yeah. immaculate conception. Yeah, like you are the next chosen one. Yeah, yeah. you are the and next. I'm kind chosen of curious one. to see. I'm kind of curious to see if uh, Mr. Anakin makes a uh, an appearance in the movie at some point as a ghost. So we'll see what happens there. If Anakin shows up as a ghost, do you think he shows up as Hayden Christensen? I mean, I don't you I don't know how you do it any other way because he technically went to the light before he died, so it would be his light side version of himself. Yeah, but the best thing about that is nobody knows that but Luke. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I mean, let's face it, they shove Vader into everything, right? So They first do. Opening first opening trailer for Force Awakens, Vader smashed burnt helmet. <laughs> you want to get you want to get people's attention, shove Vader in it. I don't yeah. care. Nothing like an asthmatic cyborg to really get people on board for your film. I mean, that's just the way it is. And like I said, I'm pretty sure that was I mean, there's they slow some of the people that are much more skilled with um, video editing than me slowed that shot down pretty pretty much to a standstill and and it looks like it's Vader's uh some kind of shrine to Vader that they destroy. So um th- again they're shoving Vader right into the forefront you know, of everything. You know what would be much more interesting? When you slow that still down, it would be more interesting to see not is it a statue of Vader, but whose lightsaber's hitting it first. Like who's doing the the forcing yeah. towards it to destroy it. Is it is it Ben? I'm sorry, I know his name's Kylo. Is it Kylo or is it Ray? I think that would be more telling than is it a Vader? Because I think everybody in Star Wars fandom is like, yeah, that's Vader. But I think it'd be more interesting to see, well, who's destroying it first? Yeah, I mean, if it's intentionally getting destroyed. Because, I mean, like I said... Even if it isn't, even if it isn't, I think that would be a great way to telegraph where the story's going. Yeah. This is the person who actually destroys it, but they do it together. But this is the one who initiated it. And I think that would be very telling. Yeah. So you hear me interwebs, YouTube users, everybody with any type of Adobe software, slow that down, edit it, figure it out, and then throw it to us. Let us know. Cause I think that will tell us more than is it Vader? Cause I think it is. Ooh. What if it's not Vader? What if it's just Kylo Ren's suit from uh, the back? I mean, I don't think it can be just because the way it the way it shatters. It's not a. It's not <laughs> the way it shatters. It's not old. He forges it back together. It's not. It's not. That's not going to happen. Speaking of things that are forged together, uh, man, I'm really good at just shoving segues into this. 
But Disney Plus drops super, super, super soon, and that forces together a lot of awesomeness. Uh, things I didn't even know I was asking for. I know I said we weren't gonna we weren't gonna timestamp this, but it drops in what an hour no, from this recording? Fifty five minutes? No, no, <laughs> no two hours. It's, it's two hours. It, they 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 greenlit it for it's. I think it's five a.m. Central now. Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight to the Disney Plus site. I, I, like, I think it's like, there's a timer on it now. They've I mean they've had a timer up there obviously. So the timer for Disney. Yeah. All right. So as of this recording, the countdown to launch timer on the Disney Plus website is five hours, 54 minutes, and about 15 seconds. Man, you could pay for the year for $69.99. That is so flipping worth it. Weekly yeah, show. No, no, no. I mean, no joke. I already got, I mean, I already have three years paid for, so I'm good. <laughs> There was an awesome D23 um, uh, special going on where you get three years for the price of two. And I'm like, yeah, doing it. Dude, you get the world according to Jeff Goldblum from Nat Geo. Why is no one talking about Nat Geo on this? Nat, yeah, Nat Geo's on there. The uh, I don't know if you looked at all the Marvel stuff coming out, but like I it's did. The, Marvel, the Marvel What If. Uh, and then Loki, uh, the Falcon, and Winter, Winter Soldiers coming out. Uh, WandaVision. Uh, don't forget, don't forget yeah. Marvel's Hero Project. And there's Monsters at Work from Disney. Just this is incredible. Yeah. Then of course the show that we are most interested in for launch in just a few hours is The Mandalorian. So when my Huskies wake me up tomorrow morning, that's probably what I'm going to turn on. I'm probably going to watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think as soon as I go ahead and, and get off this recording with you, I'm just going to go ahead and throw them six bucks and get the app. They, um, and Lauren came out with another teaser tonight. Uh, oh, stop it, was, it. It was excellent. It was, uh, it was, they did it during the, I, I believe it was during the Monday Night Football game. I was not interested in the game tonight. Um, my fantasy teams were done for the week. Um, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it was the Niners and the Seahawks and, I, the only thing I can say about the game was I hope the Niners are not undefeated anymore. Uh, that's the only thing I care about. So, um, but I don't. I didn't really care to watch the game, and I don't have any of those players. So, but yeah, I think they played it during the Monday night uh, game again, just like they released the last trailer for the Rise of Skywalker on it. And uh, I did watch it already, and it, it's almost. I mean, it's a it's a good chunk of one scene. It looked like when the Mandalorian walks into a bar, and that's... you know, whenever there's a Whenever there's a bar involved in Star Wars, somebody gets someone it, so. shooting first. <laughs> so uh, someone someone's getting it. So it was very interesting, um, and I, I I didn't need to get any more excited about it, but I, I am now. So <laughs> this particular fourth trailer is two minutes and nineteen seconds long. That's yeah. a good chunk of preview. It's a little, like I said, it's like a it's a good teaser, and it's almost. I mean, it's. It's a good chunk of the scene, so I'm excited. Wow. Hey, uh, you know what else I was looking at on the Disney Plus website? Uh, yeah. You can share with up to 10 people. Oh, so if you, just, you? if you just want to throw it to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a fact? Um, <laughs> so here's what it says. It says streaming for everyone. Stream four different shows on four different devices at once. Watch on the go or on your TV at home. And then, yeah, that's about it. So, so I think what you're you share, saying is, I think you share it with me, bud. 
<laughs> I don't know. Olivia might watch something on her phone and the TV at the same time. Different stuff. <laughs> Great. That leaves one more screen for you and one more screen for B. And that is fantastic. Uh, I mean, I guess that works for, for at the time being. <laughs> Unbelievably low, low price of $6 a month for unlimited Disney goodness. I mean, I personally believe that's a fantastic price compared to uh, Netflix and the content you get. So I, please, I do please. too, and the amount of stuff I'm going to be watching on it. I am going to keep. I'm, I'm, come on, man! No one's Netflix. getting rid of Netflix for this. No one. Does Netflix Dragon still have Ball, friends? Come on. I don't know. I but the, the Dragon Ball Z is about to launch on Netflix, so I, I'm going to hold on to Netflix for a very long time. I honestly don't care about that. I don't care how many. What? <laughs> Okay, it's not that I don't like Dragon Ball Z. It's very simple. I'm a father. I only have so much time, man. Like, Oh, yeah. The show that gets my weekly attention right now is Watchmen. I watch that religiously. I am there when the episode drops every Sunday. I'm just sitting there with my wife, neglecting our daughter for the hour it's on. She goes to bed. <laughs> she does go to bed early. She goes to bed around 8.30, so once it it pops on. We just kind of catch up that half hour, but still, that's the show that gets me. I get like one of those a week, and the rest of the time is is not binging on the couch. So, enjoy your freedom while it lasts, John. I know it's uh. Well, I mean, fingers crossed. It, it, oh, stop it! For me too. Oh, stop it! You you've <clears throat> got your brother living in the house. You're fine. Oh but, yeah, for uh, for a little while, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. As far as shows that I need to make time for, uh, you just reminded me that Rick and Morty season four just launched this just weekend, launched. and I've yep. got, like that's my show. I've got to go watch that. <laughs> Episode one is pretty good. In I'd fact, love to spoil it for you, but I won't. I won't spoil it for you. In fact, I, I might just jump off this Skype call to go turn it on, and then we'll just reconvene at a later point. Uh, that'll do it. That'll be, that'll be it right there. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and leave. If you have any interest in sharing what you think your uh, dignified fan theories on Ray's origin or where you think episode nine is going to go, go ahead and share them with us. We're on Twitter and Instagram at, at Galactic Dad. Uh, or you can just yell at John. Uh, he's on the interwebs. No, Some- just holler at me on Galactic Dads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just make sure you make out your fan rage to John. I'm just here as a conduit for an excellent conversation. I do have opinions of my own, though. Uh, but as always, John, thank you so much for being on, uh, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.